There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Love music? Love interviews with lovely musicians? Search Virgin Radio UK on YouTube to find brilliant album specials with some of the shiniest lights on our playlist, including George Ezra. This is going to be something I'll remember, and that's a really lovely thing. I don't think I was able to do that in the past. And James Bay. Don't you agree that everybody needs someone when they feel alone? Watch all that and more at youtube.com slash UK. Welcome to the show. Vassos is here. Aloha. And Rachel's here. Greetings. And later on, the most fan-friendly Formula One team are going to be here. The three principal players in that that particular um, production, that particular high drama, high-speed high drama. Every weekend, the Formula One calendar happens. And we're talking about Zach Brown from McLaren, the team principal. And we're talking about... Oscar Piastri, and we're talking about Lando Norris. Tell us about uh, Zach Brown, Rachel. Well, Zach Brown is yes. McLaren's racing CEO. He's from LA, your favourite place, Chris. And he raced around the world for 10 years before developing his skills in motorsports, business and commercial world. So he knows it from every angle. In 1995, he founded Just Marketing International. All right, tell us about Oscar Piastri and Lando Norris, please, Vassal. They are the drivers, Lando Norris especially, for many years has been the the sort of most fan friendly especially kind of teenager fan friendly formula 1 driver because he does stuff like play he plays formula 1 on his playstation and calls his boss so he's streaming that right and he calls his boss while he does it and he gets fans to st- to say things like, what shall I say to my boss live when I'm playing this on, um, <laughs> is it Twitch? And, and you know, so that sort of stuff. Is That's, it Twitch? He, What's Twitch? I don't know. It's, it's a Twitch. youth thing. Yeah, yeah. Twi- it is Twitch. It is Twitch. There you go. What is Twitch? It's when you play... Play along. Play games live, but you're, you're sort of videoing yourself playing the game. It's Amazon's YouTube, is what it is. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you. It's Amazon's YouTube. Yeah, that sounds like a that answer. And Oscar Piastri is the Aussie driver. There was a big fight for him this time last year. Who's going to sign him? Who's going to sign him? McLaren finally signed him. And he's showing signs of super speed ahead of the Dutch weekend, this Grand Prix. The Dutch... Grand Prix this weekend. Can we edit that in the no. uh, in the podcast? No, that's the whole point about the podcast. We don't edit it, otherwise it takes too long to do, and there wouldn't be one. That's the thing. I thought you were jet lagged. I'm not. You jet are lagged. I'm so just, jet lagged. I'm, just not I'm embracing good. the jet lag. You are completely jet lagged. You just have to admit it. Oscar Piastri. I don't know whether we go um, here with him when he comes on, but Oscar Piastri. When you see him on the telly, he looks like a Formula One racing driver. He is a Formula One racing driver. But I saw him in the flesh at the Festival of Speed and I said to Noah, my son, oh, look, that little boy, he's clearly won a competition to sit in the car for a bit because he looks about 12. Mm. But that is Oscar Piastri. 
Well, how old is he? He's, he's older than 12. Okay. He's 22. Right. But, you know, uh, maybe he looks 22 if you're 24, 25. Or, but he's, he's very young. Man, they, they're getting younger, aren't they? It's like prime ministers and referees and police people. Yeah. I, I, once, um, I once sat next to Max Verstappen just after he signed his contract Ooh. with Red Bull at the, at the big Autosport Awards dinner at the Grosvenor House Hotel in London. Yes, it was, very, it was very ooh, right? And uh, he was a kid. He was. He'd been signed as a Formula One driver, he was going to drive a Formula One car, yes. but he was too young to have his driving license in the UK. He was still 16 years old. No, that's one thing. But this the Oscar, just, wow. he just looks so yeah. young. I bet he's. I bet sometimes, you know, depending on where the the Grand Prix is that weekend, I bet sometimes he tries to get into the pits and he goes, "Sorry, son, yeah. just yeah. it's only people What's who who work in Formula One here." Yeah. Anyway, they're all on the show. I thought we might play Zach versus today so zach versus oscar and lando mm-hmm. so like like first car first actual vehicle you got behind the wheel of you know things like that because i think and then we have to vote and the joke is that zach wins everything okay because yeah, they always good. get the glory don't they those two so uh-huh. this time we're going to give him the glory. let's redress the balance that's the that's the that's the gag at 10 past eight this morning the most fan-friendly formula one team and mclaren are going to be here they're also going to be live at carfest so with the team and McLaren are bringing 20 cars and they've paid for it all themselves. They're not charging us a penny, not even for like expenses. Some people do. Some people have to charge us because it's what they do for a living and it all comes out of the CarFest budget. But they're not charging us a penny. They're bringing 20 cars. And also Lando and Oscar are going to hook up with us on the big screens live from the Dutch Grand Prix. So cool. This I mean, that is really they're, cool. They're, because they're on it. McLaren mm. are on it. Um, to the extent last night, but um, <laughs> last night, this morning at half past one when I couldn't sleep, I was oh. like, let's just have a look on piston heads for some old McLaren Curio. Yep. See what's going on there. And um, yeah, there's, 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 there's stuff. There's stuff available. <laughs> um, right, Tommy Tabstick says, we missed you, however, your return means it's almost the end of summer, meaning I have to go back to work at school. Dang. Oh, whilst you're away, I want a Virgin Radio mug with Tom Allen. Pretty happy about that. Oh, they gave Tom a prize budget, did they? What? They gave him mugs to give away. What? We never get any mug action. I bet he just stole one. Yeah. I bet, I bet he just... <laughs> Off the yeah. shelf. There's a few in there. Should we, should we give a mug away? Yeah. Let's give, a, let's give a mug each away. A mug a day. Signed by us as Oscar Piastri, Landon Norris and mm. Zach Brown. They'll be the signatures, but we'll have signed them. That's full disclosure. Which one are you going to be? I don't know. I don't mind. I don't mind. I'll go, uh, I'll go Oscar Piastri. Can I do Zach? Yeah, if you like. Oh, Lando, perfect. Okay. No problem. I need to choose Lando. Can't believe we left it for him. <laughs> yeah, wow, thanks. we're just being kind. We are. He needs it. We don't. Uh, Justin Brixton, it's great to have you back to accompany me on my walk to work. Whilst you were off, I started a new job making wedding cakes and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Good. Great job. We had a text before, um, earlier on today, from somebody who was baking their dog biscuits. Mm. We've never had that before. Oh, that's a good yes, job. Yes, it's a really have. good idea. We, no, it's not professionally. They were just, just baking dogs for the. A oh, home bake for their own dog. That's a really good it's dog a really owner. That's a good idea. Diane from York. Diane from York. Well done, Diane. Um, Andy and Savinia, another international listener. Love having you back. We're listening from the Alps in Italy. We go each year for some mountain biking. Good luck on your biking journey. Yeah, I'm biking more and more. Vass is biking. You're biking, seriously biking soon, aren't you? With your new friend Tom Grennan. Mm, uh, triathlon in Brennan Palace. Can't wait. It's next month. Right. Eek. <laughs> How much more are we going to have to hear about? Yeah, a lot. No. We've only been back. Two days. He's mentioned it seven times. That was Are the you seventh. sure it's not double figures? There's a count. Honestly. Uh, Andy and Savinia, nice, nice, nice. This whole thing about going to ski resorts in the summer, 
when there's no snow, there's very little snow in the winter, to be honest now. But um, going in the summer, apparently they're idyllic, heavenly, these places to go to. Yeah, perfect. And I would prefer to do that. I'm not a skier. It, they're so gorgeous. The Alps in the summer. You think, oh, you know, covered in white snow, beautiful. Yes, beautiful. But the Alps in the summer, or any mountain range in the summer, just so gorgeous. Hiking, running, mountain biking, if you want. Fantastic. Top 10 jokes from the Edinburgh Festival. Are you ready? Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, number 10. My grandma describes herself as being in her twilight years, which I love because they're great films. <laughs> Nationwide must have looked pretty silly when they opened their first branch. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That, it's like Space 1999, the sci-fi show. Never date your show, because it didn't happen. <laughs> like Space Od- 2001 Space Odyssey, mm. didn't happen, did it? Never put a date on it. Number eight, I entered the How Not to Surrender competition and I won hands down. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> Number seven, my friend got locked in a coffee place overnight. Now he only ever goes into Starbucks, not the rivals. He's claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah, good one. How do celiac Germans greet each other? Glutentag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number five. I thought I'd start off with a joke about the Titanic just to break the ice. Number four. When women gossip, we get called bitchy. When men gossip, it's called a podcast. <laughs> that, that's, that's very true. Excellent. <laughs> Number three. Last year I had a great joke about inflation, but it's hardly worth it now. Number two. The most British thing I've ever heard a lady who said, Well, I'm sorry, but I don't apologise. That's, that's very Number funny. Number one. I started dating a zookeeper, but it turned out he was a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up. Zach Brown, Oscar Piastri and Lando Norris. Here's a story that proves that this Vassas Alexander, post his summer break, is the real Vassas Alexander. <laughs> this yep. is unbelievable. He, he writes things, that, but believe it or not, he does prepare stuff to talk about on the show. I know, it's, I know it's hard to believe, but he does do that. This was not included in his little list of things. He said, should we talk about this? Should we talk about this? And then he just said something. He said, talk about that! <laughs> He went, oh, no, I don't want to. No, you have to. If you're driving, you need to pull over or re- just just listen to Smooth FM for a second or two and come back to us in a moment. Seriously, off you go. And if you're Mary, my daughter Mary, <laughs> you need to turn off the radio now. Yeah, Mary. Okay. Or just book some therapy for <laughs> about five years' time. Yeah. Look, Rachel was talking about when she went to Canada. Yes. There's a place in Canada where you can't do some stuff. You're not, you can't, you're not allowed because unless you're six years old. Yes, you got to be a certain age. So, so uh, for example, let's set it up. We're not in a rush. We've got all mm. day. Yeah. Go on. So, uh, you were saying that you and Tash would really like to go to Canada, and should you go we, next summer? No, no. We'd like to copy oh, your you want, okay. holiday. Right, we yeah, just want fine. your itinerary. We think you should. We think you should just put this online, this holiday make it of yours. Available. Make it available. Uh, and I was saying, wait a year or two, because the best place we went was right at the end. We spent a week at a place called uh, the Wilderness Resort in Clairquot on Tofi- uh, near Tofino on Vancouver Island. And you've got to be six or older to go right. there. So for people who didn't hear yesterday, it was a four-week trip around Canada, eight nights of which were in an RV. Which were epic. And there were some nights under the stars and the canvas, a couple of nights in hotels. Yeah. And you just had all the fun all of the fun and all of the activities right and, and then you were saying to me you know you need to leave it a couple of years till the little ones get old enough to do things yeah um and also because you know it is a quite quite a, an intense high intense yeah they'll be knackered holiday yeah and there's a lot of traveling yeah and with the little ones that's more difficult and i said yeah that's all well and good and thank you and i appreciate that and we've talked about that but Noah at the other end he is getting older because you know in four years' time, the twins will be... 
Well, let's do two years' time. Two years' time. Two years' time, the twins will be six. And in two years' time, Noah will be 16. In four years' time, they'll be eight and he'll be 18. And we need to just get on you need, with it. Yeah, two years' time. And I said, and that'll be perfect because this great place on Vancouver Island, kids are going to be six to go there. Right. And Vaso said, oh, I have a, <laughs> I have a similar story. Right. We Not, tried to take our children horse riding. Off you go. In the Vasos. Camargue in the south of France. Yes. And Caroline was parking the car. I went in with the kids... <laughs> And, and I said, we booked two o'clock, um, five of us for horse riding. You, you see flamingos. It's beautiful. Um, and sh- and sh- the lady said to me, how old is she? Pointing at Mary. Mary was five at the time. And I said five because Caroline had not warned me that when she booked, I had to say six. And she went, I'm sorry, you can't come. It's, she's, she has to be six. And I went, oh, sorry, no, she is six. <laughs> and, and she went, What? But how can you... And I went, well, this is the bit, Mary, you need to turn off for. I said, she's not my daughter. <laughs> you said she's not mine. She's not my daughter. She's not mine. You completely I thought, her. I thought because, because I was walking with two older children, she would, she would like, she'd do the math. She said, oh, right, OK, there he is. And, and then, and so, and it worked, actually. No, she, no, come on, the next bit's really important. <laughs> I said, she's not mine. Um, she's six or five anyway so um, she went okay sort of she was not completely convinced I had to find a way to tell sort of subtly tell Caroline that that Mary was hers and the other two were mine (laughs) 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 so I'd sort of I'd sort of vicariously disowned the other two from Caroline's motherhood as well Um, But anyway, it did work. Didn't you try to intimate to the lady that you were on your second marriage? Yeah, 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 that we're both on our second marriages. So the the, the older two are from, like, my first marriage and Mary's from Caroline's first marriage. (laughs) But But it's fine, because it was all going on in French, so so Mary didn't understand. But also... Hang on a minute, it was in French! Yes, so my point is... You didn't mention that! My point is, if it was in French, could you not have just said that you got the words for five and six mixed up as opposed to disowning your child? Never. Je m'excuse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, je, je ne, ne parle pas très bien. Oh, bien. Oui. I suppose so. Yeah. Well, it's my second marriage. Yeah. You know how it is. It's not mine. You know what you're French. <laughs> not even sure what her name is. Come on. Well, we got on the horses. <laughs> Hang on a minute. It worked. Yes. How? Because she believed me um, and uh, that, that Mary was six. We got on horses. I had to marry your six. Um, Caroline, she's, she's not my daughter. Caroline, you're my second wife. <laughs> Les Chevals, sans prêt. Um, um, so we did the little, we did the little trek, but we didn't see any flamingos, which I suppose oh, is karma. Oh no! What a, what a terrible end to the story. Love the eighties? Then you'll love Virgin Radio eighties plus. Chris Evans. Love the 80s. Over on Virgin Radio. 80s Plus. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Vassas, over to you. Formula One is a sport where cars race around a track very quickly, Red Bull win, and everyone supports McLaren. The British team are showing signs of super speed ahead of this weekend's Dutch Grand Prix, and they're also coming to Carfest. So please welcome the big three drivers, Lando Norris and Oscar Piastri, and the boss, Zach Brown. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I can't believe we've got the big three. Three. You do indeed. Back from holiday, nice and tanned, and uh, ready to go again. All right, where'd you go on holiday first of all, um, Lando? Uh, where have I been? I've been uh, a little holiday with my family, and then a little trip with my friends uh, to Croatia nice. and to the one and only Ibiza. All right, what about you, Oscar? Uh, I spent a week in Portugal with my girlfriend, and uh-huh. uh, the last week I've been back at home in the UK. So. Yeah, nice little break and ready to go again. All now. right. And what about you, Zach? I went to Nashville for our IndyCar race and then followed that up with uh, doing some racing at the Monterey Historics at Laguna Seca in California. Yeah, I wasn't very far away from you. I was so tempted to come up and see you there. Um, Adrian was driving his GT40, wasn't he? He, uh, he was. We had some uh, good time uh, hanging out. It's his first time there, so he's, uh, he's fun to go racing with. All right, well, congratulations. Well done to McLaren this year. It's been a good year. He wants to lead the charge on that conversation. I'll uh, I'll get started and uh, I'll hand it over to the uh, hand it over to the boys. But before I do, we obviously uh, uh, heard about your news here recently, and just know that you've got uh, everyone at McLaren Racing uh, cheering cheering you on, and uh, hope to see you at a race soon. So uh, yeah, how are things going? We've certainly finished the first half of the year a lot better than we started it. Uh, we have a, a pretty nimble. A race car now that still has a, a lot of room for improvement, but uh, it's great to see Lando and Oscar uh, getting back on the podium, which is where we'd hoped we would be. So uh, really excited for the second half of the season. Yeah, all right, Lando, uh, you pick up on that if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, this is exactly like Zach said, we we definitely didn't start in the best way, but I think we we knew, we expected it, uh, we said it and made it very clear from the beginning. But uh, the team have done an excellent job to turn things around as much as they. They have, and we've you know we scored multiple podiums, um, and uh, we're fighting a lot more up with the with the big guns. So we're we're on a good roll at the minute. Um, many things to to come this season, and uh, we're on a strong point. So we'll we'll continue where we left off, and and continue to fight for some very good points, and uh, hopefully more podiums. Right, Oscar, do you want to give the other teams an inkling of how come your car's so good now and what they might want to do? <laughs> Um, I mean, the name of the game is just put more downforce on it and make it slipperier in a straight line, which is uh, <laughs> easy. what we're, we're trying to do. Um, you know, we've still got a few things we, we want to work on, but I think we've got a, a much better baseline uh, starting point for, for where we want to go in the future now. So, um, yeah, like Lando said, hopefully we can continue to go forward, fight for some more trophies and, uh, and have a good second half of the year. Now, you are the fans' favourite team, and I'm sure the other teams wouldn't argue with that and don't mind me saying that. Uh, is the vibe... Is, it's very hard to fake a vibe, you know, like you seem to have, you guys. Um, what's going on? Who creates the magic? You know, it's often about, um, you know, the, the, the leader, the culture. It's really important for a company or a collective to have a fantastic culture, you know, and they do say grinners are often winners. Can you talk a bit more about that, first of all, Zach? 
Uh, I think uh, we've got a great uh, racing team in, in garage environment. Of course, that's led by having uh, two great drivers who, who you know yeah. create the atmosphere. <laughs> and uh, but you know we have a lot of fun. We race cars, so we, we stay grounded. In uh, we're all very appreciative to be doing what we're we're doing. Um, we're all very competitive. I think we all love the history of McLaren and, and want to make history. Uh, going forward and, and so to be able to do it with Oscar and, and Lando and, and everyone on the team uh, I think that um, that's driving us a lot forward and it's what helped in the uh, start of the year when things were tough uh, everyone really rallied together and so it's great to be getting these results together yeah you know and smile through the storms don't you know that's because as, as we know night follows day and day follows night and things do change and if you're going through tough times just keep going and you'll come out the other side you just got to stick with it Lando, you do seem to smile an awful lot. I mean, you're giving um, you're giving Ricardo a run for his money, you know, in the Grinners are Winners um, <laughs> stakes. T- tell us about tell us about the vibe there. Tell us about the the fun you seem to be having all the time, and how that helps, and how that frees up the flow and takes the pressure off. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a balance. I wouldn't say I smile all the time. <laughs> um, I wasn't smiling at the beginning of the season, but it's. Um, I, 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 it's my, it's my job, but it, I, I can't call it that, right? It's, um, I just love doing what I do, and I want to enjoy every minute, even when it's, let's say, not a, a great weekend or it's been a tough weekend. I still want to enjoy the fact that I'm going out and racing Formula One cars, and I'm just doing what I love. So, I guess I, yes, I, I smile a lot, but there's still a lot of tough times, and um, even this season, we've had to come together a lot, a lot of, through a lot of it. Um, keep the mechanics team, keep the the whole team motivated to to continue to push on. And as soon as you kind of get that little inkling, that little taste of some more success, um, it kind of spirals from there in in a good way. And uh, everyone starts to to want it a little bit more. And I think that's what we've been able to, to end the first half of the season on. So, I uh, yeah, I mean, I, I try to smile as much as I can. I, I can't do all, all the time. But uh, I just love doing what I'm doing. I think it's uh, the coolest thing in the world. So um, it's hard, uh, hard not to smile sometimes. Yeah. Would you go along with Oscar? Yeah, I would. I think for me, being my first year, obviously, it's um, yeah, it's been a whirlwind. It's been a, a busy first half of the season. So the the summer break was a, a nice little time to reflect. But um, yeah, like Lando said, we're doing what we love, um, what we've wanted to do since we were a little kid. But at the same time, we spend pretty much half of our year at a racetrack, and and you know you got to make sure that you're you're having fun. Otherwise, you're spending six months of of every year, uh, you know, uh, wondering what you're doing. So, um, yeah, I'm loving it, especially when we're we're now fighting further at the front as well. <clears throat> it's uh yeah, it's a bit more fun when there's some trophies waiting at the end if you get it right. All right, let's play Zach versus. Okay, so Zach versus Oscar and Lando. So first of all. We'll ask Oscar and Lando a question, then we'll decide the winner, and then we'll put that answer up against Zach. So, first of all, Oscar and Lando, the first vehicle you actually got behind the wheel of. So, the first actual real vehicle that would go that you got behind the wheel of. First of all, Oscar. Uh, The first vehicle, it was one of the... When I was in F4, one of the race team's vans to learn a manual in the car park <laughs> Good, at Brands I like Hatch. it. I love that. I love that. All right. Um, what about you, Lando? Uh, for me, it would be um, a Rover. A oh. Rover. Uh, I think it was 250 quid. Um, yeah, which one Rover. do you know? Sorry? Which one? It's very important. 
Um, it's just a rover. Yeah, just a rover. Yeah. A rover. Ask me these complicated P5, questions. P5, P6, classics. Uh, um, look, I was like six or seven years old at the time, so I have no idea. But um, a rover around the field, it was it was our rally car at the time. So oh, that's nice. Why I okay, don't hang on a minute. It's getting cooler. Okay, I, th- I thought Oscar was hands down with the van there in the car, the team van in the car park in F4, or the 250 quid rover uh, that was a rally car around the fields. Um, what do we think? Rachel Vassos? Which one wins? I think because because Lando was six at the time. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Lando. Right, so so Lando, you're in the final against Zach. Zach, what was your first vehicle? A Volkswagen Jetta. Ooh. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Zach. Sixteen valve, sixteen valve. Oh, sixteen valve, sixteen valve. Yeah, I suppose so. See, the thing is, I actually think I think Lando wins this one, but mm. they always get the credit for everything. So, yeah. uh, do we think Zach? I go for Zach. Zach wins that Zach. one. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay, so 1-0 to Zach. Okay, so Zach versus Oscar and Lando. Um, Lando, first of all, uh, on sure. this one. Lando, what are you best at other than Formula One in your life? Wow. Um... Um, um, really not many things at all. <laughs> Come on. It's I've seen you playing golf. golf. Yeah, golf. I've seen you playing golf. I thought you might say golf. I mean, me and Zach are on an even level here, so he probably will say golf well, as well. Well, he might not. Yeah. He might not say golf. You've got to wait <laughs> and business. see. He always just say business. But uh, yeah, well, yeah golf. Golf for me. Golf. How good are you at golf? I'm not that good. So... <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I can have a good game, yeah, but d- um, I'm getting better. Because of your position in life uh, and your profile, I presume you get to play some pretty handy courses with some pretty um, well-known I names. Do. Uh, I do. Uh, a round of golf you've already played to take to your grave with someone. Where and who? With whom? Um, I'll say with Zach Brown, uh, Augusta, <laughs> Augusta National. Yep. Georgia. Oh, okay. I would very, have predicted that one. Very wise. Yeah. <laughs> How did you get on Augusta? It's, that is so difficult to you do. you got to know people. You got to know people. Well, he knows you, Zach. Zach, who the heck exactly. do you know? That's my, that's my know job. To, it's my job to know people. All right, okay. <laughs> uh, all right, Oscar. The best, the thing you're best at in life, other than what you do for a living. Uh, I really have no idea. I'm no, I'm no good at golf. I can at least hit a tennis ball back over the net. Yeah. I played yesterday and I got smashed, so I'm not going to say that. But I see, when you said Portugal, I thought you perhaps were there playing golf because that is a very golfy place, isn't it? It is a very golfy place, but. I just went to the beaches instead. Cricket? Are you a cricket? I'm okay at cricket. cricket? But um, yes, let's not um, mention the not, cricket if that's all right yeah. with everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Just let's just we're just about recovered from that. What? I mean, you did start off winning um, championships with remote control cars, I suppose. You could. Well, if that if we're counting that, then of yeah, you could then that, that that works. Um, I was pretty handy at that actually. You so, were very handy. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah. How handy did that get? What did you win? I won an Australian championship when I was. What? I think I was nine years old. What kind of cars were they? Um, so they're like electric, one-tenth scale cars. They go pretty quick. They, they go to like probably 60 miles an hour wow. on the straights. They're, they? they're quick. Were they Tamiya's? Um, I think I was running an X-Ray an at X-ray. the time. But yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so world-class remote control car racing or playing golf with his boss at Augusta National. So, so Oscar Orlando. Oscar. Oscar. He's nine and he's winning national championships with cars going 60 miles an hour. I was even yeah. going to say I'd rather yeah. be with Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, you can't have golf, by the way. What the, what's the thing you're best at other than what you do now for a living? Uh, baseball. Baseball? Yeah. Really? It's a, it's a good version of cricket. <laughs> Whoops, I just made some friends there. Stop it. Can you stop it with the cricket chat, please? Uh, pitcher or batter? Batter, for sure. Yeah, okay. What's your greatest moment on a baseball field? Oh... 
Greatest moment on a yeah. baseball field. Probably hitting the home run as a lefty. So I was a switch hitter. Where? Uh, Los Angeles, Sherman Oaks, Little League. Nice, Sherman yeah. Oaks. Yeah, cool. Sherman All right. Oaks. Okay, are we going with very cool, s- sincere um, Los Angelino baseball glory or nine-year-old remote control future F1 glory? What do you think? Baseball. 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 Zach wins. The, Zach wins again. Zach, Zach wins, wins again. Yeah. Dominating. <laughs> All right, one more. This um, is like Alonzo on stroll. Are you, are, you having, are you having fun with this? You all right with this, guys? Yeah, we happy with this? Yeah. Good. All right. Um... The most starstruck you've been at a Grand Prix, which I know you've got other things on your mind, right? But the most star, because everybody goes to the F1, right? Uh, the most starstruck you've been at a Grand Prix. Uh, Zach, you go first on this one. Mine will have been, and I didn't get a chance to meet him, but uh, was Senna. He was running in uh, between, this was a 91 and Spa, between two motorhomes, and I saw him and went, there's Senna. But uh, never got a chance to see him. That's pretty cool. I mean, good luck, boys. <laughs> What's really cool about that is you didn't get to meet him and it was pre-you being who you are now in F1. That is super cool. As a fan, was that? Or were you working? Uh, fan. Fan and, and racing myself. But okay. I was, it was a fan moment for me. All right, I love that. I love that. Okay, what about you, Oscar? Um, I would have to say uh, when I was a grid kid in 2015, um, I was holding Danny Kvyat's flag. He broke down on the formation lap, but I got to see all the um, all the other drivers there, like right in front of me uh, in the national anthem. So, um, so yeah, that's probably my these are good, aren't they? Moment, yeah. What I love about these is they're pre they're pre you guys now. Um, good luck, Lando. I'll give you a couple more <laughs> seconds to think about yours. Um, a grid kid? How do you get to be a grid kid? That's like being a ball boy or a ball girl at Wimbledon. How how, how does that happen? Um, well, I happened to live about 10 minutes from the track, so that helped a lot. Right. Um, but they picked a lot of, like, young go-karters at the time. Um, and, and, yeah, we got to hold all the flags on the grid. Um, so there was about, well, there would have been 20, yeah, 20 of us at that point. So, so yeah, that was one of the 20. Pretty cool. All right, go on then, Lando. Oh, um, I'm going to have to say it was karting. Karting with, uh with Mick Schumacher and therefore Michael at the time, um, 2012, <laughs> 2013, um, Mick was my uh, competitor and uh, Michael was always there. Every weekend he, he went, Michael was there. And uh, I guess when you're like 12 years old, I think um, then kind of seeing someone like Michael was, uh, was pretty insane. And I remember him having a bit of a scrap with one of my teammates, um, Michael, having a go at one of my teammates. <laughs> Uh, who was like 13 at the time or 14 at the time, um, and getting into a, quite an argument, uh, which was great to watch. So that was um, that was very amusing. But Michael Schumacher, I think, was, uh, was the first. Can I just say that they're three brilliant answers for my stupid little game. That was so. I don't even want to declare a winner. I liked Oscar's answer just because he said, you know, the drivers when I was a grid kid. Yeah. And it reminds me of the new Spurs manager Ange Postecoglou, another Aussie, who with his mates, he's always played fantasy football league. Yeah. Um, but he's not allowed to now because he is a Premier League manager. He's a manager in the Premier League. And Oscar is now, is now a Formula One driver, is now the person that he was in awe of when he was a grid kid, which is awesome. And you've just mentioned the two least sounding Australians of all time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, Buster Coglu and Piastri. <laughs> You'd never know that in a million years, would you? Uh, did you know your? Did you each know each other's answers to that question before we had this conversation? No, nope. no. It's cool, eh? Mm. Super cool. Very cool. Um, 
Is it also true, Oscar, that Mark Webb is your manager? It is true, yes. How is Mark at managing? I saw because I saw him at the Festival of Speed. I love Mark Webb, but I just love the bones of him. He's got such a great aura about him. Um, how is he as a manager? Yeah, he's good. Um, you know, I think he's like the first few years we worked together, we did a lot behind the scenes for me. He still does a lot behind the scenes for me now, but obviously he's got you know a wealth of F1 experience and just racing experience. So now that I'm in Formula One myself, he's got. You know, heaps of ideas and and questions and stuff like that. That you know, this uh, at this stage of my career, sometimes I haven't even thought of the stuff he's he's asking me. So, um, no, he's very very good um, behind the scenes, good in in helping me on the track when he can. But uh, no, definitely happy he's in my corner. All right, and um, Lando, if you could have one of Oscar's attributes as a driver, what would you what would you wish for? Um, youth. <laughs> I get a minute, Lando. How old are you? All oh, eighteen months of it. Yeah, eighteen months. Yeah, shut them. up, for heaven's sake. Yeah. Uh, you. Come on. What else? What else? What else? I'll steal it back. Uh, what is he slightly what? better than you at in the cockpit? I, I think it's, it's extremely tough. Um, what is it? I don't know. Because it's like it'll change from one weekend to an, to another. Like one, I'll be a little bit ahead in some places. Yeah. The next one, he'll be a little bit ahead. So. Um, yeah, like youth basically. Okay, <laughs> just to be able to do that, uh, you know, in the first season of Formula One, I think is, is very, very impressive. So I think he's done a he's done a very good job in his first first season. Okay, what about you, Oscar? Experience. <laughs> <laughs> These are, the, you two are too good for this conversation. Uh, Zach, who's the best driver, Oscar or Lando? Oh. Uh... Oh, uh, I thought you were going to include me in that for a second. Then it was going to be an easy, uh, easy answer. No, don't answer that question. I'm not going to cause that bum fight. Uh, right, so we're heading towards Zandvoort this weekend. Um, how's the car looking? How's the team looking? Because um, that's what it's all about. And we, we've never loved Formula One more than we do um, now, uh, regardless of what's going on, you know, with uh, Max uh, winning every race. That, that won't last, but it seems to be happening at the moment. Uh, what are you hoping for this weekend? Off you go. Oh. Uh, I think we'll be pretty good. We're going to have a new innovation. It's like the Tyrrell. We're going to have six wheels. Um, we'll see if we get that through tech. Um, and if we don't, we'll run a, a slightly modified version of our car from uh, from Spa. But I think we'll be pretty pretty good. How do you guys feel? Well, yeah. I gotta yes. say, just let's put a pin in that for a second. That The six wheel, people think you're joking. There was a six wheel Tyrrell. Because and I think Jody Schechter has... He yeah. won in it. He won in it, didn't in he? In Sweden, it's, if I'm not mistaken. He's driven it at Carfest. Yeah, what, would great you, car. Do you remember when that appeared on the scene? I Zach? think, I want to say 76, if I'm not but, mistaken. Yeah, but I, it was 76. But do you remember the reaction when it appeared? No, I was just a young pup. It then. was like it landed from a different planet. It was crazy. It was a great racing car. Oh, speaking of great racing cars, yes. everyone's going to see tons of McLarens at... Uh, down at the uh, down at the festival, which yeah. is really cool. You're giving us twenty, and you're paying for all the expenses and stuff like that. We couldn't be more grateful. You're also good to us. Uh, Lando joined us last year live from Zandvoort. You're going to be doing the same again, um, Oscar as well. What are you hoping for this weekend, Oscar? Before you go, and are you busy? Um, uh, I mean, it's kind of our running joke that before every weekend we say we're going to finish one two now. Um, so one two, yeah, we'll see what we can do. You're right, one two in front in front of all the papaya fans. All right, mate. Uh, listen, thanks so much for making time for us now, and thanks for being so great and 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 kind and uh, selfless and forthcoming at Carfest last year. And thanks for linking up again this year. We love McLaren. We love Formula One. We love Drive to Survive. We love you guys. You're awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. Oh, see, you Thank you. see you soon. Cheers. All right. Cheers. 
The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on, things to do. Don't cheer, you'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them. No stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose, food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.